Perak Gimel Mishnachet. Omar Adam Lechavero, if a person says to his friend, this is a case where a person comes to a, um, a storekeeper, um, and it's somebody that um, the storekeeper would trust that he would pay him after Yom Tov. And he says, Fill me up this vessel. But not with a measure. Meaning he doesn't mention... There are two ways actually to explain this. Either it means that he doesn't mention um, the specific measure um, that the Kli is used for. Or, uh, according to Rav Vartanura, it's not a Kli that's specified specifically for use um, for measuring. Um, it's one that can be used for that purpose, but it hasn't been set aside for that use. Um, then one can do it as long as one doesn't um, mention uh, the specific measure. Rabbi Yehuda Omar, Rabbi Yehuda says, Imhayakli Shamida. Rabbi Yehuda says that if it is um, a measuring vessel, either a Kli that's used for Mida or even um, a Kli that can be used for Mida, any any type of usage of that Kli, Loyimalenu, then one cannot uh, fill it up. Um, even if one doesn't actually mention uh, the specific measure that's being used in filling up that Kli. Maiseb Abashal. There's a story, there's uh, an instance with regard to Abashal ben Batnit. That he filled up his measures even from before Yom Tov. And he gave them uh, to the people, his customers, on Yom Tov. So it would appear initially from the story uh, that Abashal would agree with uh, Rabbi Yehuda um, and he would he would have uh, sort of pre-measured or pre-set aside uh, this food uh, for selling on Yom Tov uh, because he would agree that one can't fill up um, these measuring containers on Yom Tov themselves or these containers even that sort of could potentially be used for measuring. Uh, however, Abashal Omar Abashal said himself, he would even do this during Midot. And the reason why he would do that is because um, he would he would do it for the correctness to make sure that he has the correct uh, measures. So what would happen is actually Abishal would want to spend more time in the Beit Midrash learning, um, and therefore he would spend his nights um, sort of pre-measuring um, these items. And uh, according to uh, some of Harsham, basically what, what happened was um, he would um, want to make sure that um, that with regard to these uh, these items, uh, let's say if you're using shemen oil, so shemen oil would stick to the side of a particular container. Um, so he would turn over those containers to make sure that everything came out so he wouldn't end up cheating um, the people that would buy from him. Um, he, and uh, these things would essentially fill up overnight um, so the people wouldn't end up being cheated by not getting the full amount of the oil. Everything would sort of come out of the container beforehand. The Chacham Chacham said, Afachol Osa came. Chacham said that he would even do so uh, during Chol, um, so to drain the measures. This is exactly what I was just explaining, that um, he wanted to make sure um, that he didn't end up cheating anybody, and so he wanted to make sure that everything that was being said was being sold was already put um, pre, pre-put pre into the containers that he would uh, be using to, to measure things for people. A person may go to a shopkeeper that he normally buys from, and um, he would 
the chamvani, the the storekeeper, would uh, trust this person to pay after Yom Tov. Omer lo, and he could say, he say to, says to him, "Tainly beitza goes a minion. Give me this number of eggs. Let's say ten eggs, or uh, it goes in nuts, ten nuts b'minyan." Um, he could do it um, on the basis of a count. This isn't considered sort of like measuring. Um, because it, it's a normal mode of even a private person, even a person that's not purchasing anything, um, would set aside things in his own house um, using uh, uh, using counting. And so therefore, it's not considered uh, a kind of pre-measure or a measure um, that would be us or to be done on Yom Tov. Perak Dalad, Mishnah Aleph, Chapter 4, First Mishnah. Hamevi kadayai mimakam lamakam, so here we're worried about uh, something that would seem to be done uh, in a normal, typical way that would be done uh, for the weekday, sort of carrying loads from one place to another, as opposed to having the appearance of being done specifically for the Yom Tov. So if one carries pitchers of wine from one place to another, um, he's not supposed to put them, many, like three or four of them, in a basket or in some sort of a hamper that one put over his back. Maybe who um, that he can carry a couple of them, for example, on his shoulder or in front of himself, because it's clear by doing so that he's he's carrying them specifically for the purpose of the yom tov and not just to sort of carry loads from one place to another like he would normally do on a weekday. And similarly, one who um, transports straw may not lower the hamper on his back. Um, but he can carry it in his hand. There's obviously a smaller amount and where it's clear that he's using it specifically uh, for the use uh, on the Yom Tov. Um, we may begin uh, using uh, a stack of straw, even if that straw hadn't already been started or hadn't already been designated from before Yom Tov. Um, there are two ways to understand this. Um, we, we had said previously uh, that there's a machloka between Rabbi Shem and Rabbi Huda with regard to whether things need to be set aside specifically for use on the Yom Tov from before the Yom Tov. Um, so according to Rabbi Shimon, this wouldn't be a problem even though it hadn't already been, been specifically verbally designated for this purpose. However, there are other people that understand that this is going even according to Rabbi Yehuda um, because essentially, let's say these, this is straw that's already starting to go bad, so it's considered as if it was already, even without designating it verbally, it was already sort of set aside uh, for purposes for use on the Yom Tov. Avalob eats in Shibamuksa. However, um, whether you're saying this is going according to Rabbi Shimon um, or whether you're saying that this is going according to Rabbi Yehuda, um, neither of them would uh, would say, uh, according to how you interpret the Mishnah, um, that one can't be used shebe, uh, use wood shebemuksa, which is um, uh, translated as being in one's backyard. This wood would typically be set aside for construction purposes. It was considered very precious um, and expensive, and therefore um, it would be considered muksa machmat kisaran ki. So, so it would be considered muksa because of potential loss. Um, and therefore, it's not set aside for use uh, for fuel purposes, um, and therefore one can't take from them uh, for use of fuel purposes on, on the Yom Tov, uh, either according to Rabbi Shimon or according to, uh, to Rabbi Yehuda.